Hey, I'm Alicia Bake. I'm Jen Greenfield. And I'm Jen Tifoni. VO Booth Besties listen to the questions you have. We find pros in the know to help you learn. And connect with our amazing VO community. Welcome, Welcome to, to VO, VO Booth, Booth Besties. Besties. Welcome, everyone, to VO Booth Besties. We're here to help working voice actors get your most important questions answered by industry pros who know. Each week, we have a new topic and a guest speaker who is an expert on that topic. If you haven't joined our amazing VO Booth Besties Facebook group, well, you should. Uh, we're really fun. Come on over. It's an opportunity to not only build community, but we learn from one another. We inspire one another. You can... You really have the freedom and the safe space to ask questions, um, whether you're trying to figure out a coach or buying a microphone, or you're further along in your career and you want to connect with some other peers, start accountability groups. The opportunities are endless in there, and we just love our community. So VO Booth Besties Facebook group, come on and join us. And um, if you've missed any of our previous incredible podcasts, um, please stop by our website, boothbesties.com. Uh, we've got a tab for podcast, which tells you your, our speaker lineup and also gives you the chance to go listen to all of our previous podcasts. Okay. Now, without further ado, let's meet our guest. Over to you, JT. Thank you. Agent Suzanne Spaziani is the owner of ASPVO, a boutique voiceover agency based in Asheville, North Carolina. Over the last 15 years, this L.A. native grew the company out of a small L.A. marketing group. Her award-winning talent has been heard on Super Bowl commercials, national and regional ad campaigns, movies and documentaries in English, Spanish, and international languages. She's a hands-on owner with a great team who loves advocating for her talent and being her client's go-to agency. When away from the screen, she's on her mountain bike, tennis court, or keeping up with her daughter at college. And side note, because I dig in and try to know more about our guests before we talk to them. You also do metal work and silver smithing. Uh, yeah, that's a whole nother <laughs> life that I have and uh, kind of trying to get back into that a little bit as well. Um, but yeah, thanks for noticing. You are in Asheville, Suzanne. And uh, little known fact, I grew up about an hour west of Asheville in Silva. And Silva. So my little, my little neck of the woods. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful spot. So I, what brought I, you to North Carolina? Well, interesting fact, I was in California and I was a metalsmith. I made jewelry and I was living in Sausalito on a houseboat actually. And I found a, a school out here in uh, Western North Carolina called Penland. And I went for a two month class and I just ended up staying six years and being a metalsmith and just living in the woods and what have you. Um, came back to LA for a while and then came back here. Ultimately had family and uh, had my daughter grow up here and now she's off to college and it's just a sweet little spot. And um, lucky that this industry uh, kind of through multiple layers, I parlayed into he this world out of the metal smithing jewelry making world. And um it it's it's always been remote for me. And so I'm kind of the agency in the cloud. And that's helped me represent talent on all coasts, kind of started as an L.A. base um, when everyone had to go into studios for 80 percent of the jobs. And if you didn't go into the studio, you had ISDN top of the line studio at home and probably put a lot of money into it. And you know, we're making a fairly good living off of voiceover and everyone else, you know, into the studio. And that was the norm. And now, I yeah, mean, there's it's been an interesting studio, transition, of course. And this industry has gone through so much. Um, I've run this for 16 years and uh, it has gone through metamorphosis. But of course, nothing like the past, you know, the, the COVID years. Um, everyone, you know, is at home. It's the norm now, which is great. I mean, wow, you know, it opens up and the technology also has come along so fast that you can have a great studio at home for not multi, multi thousands of dollars. Actually, when people start, I say, you know, you could start for a couple hundred bucks, you know, just to 
start start talking, you know, and then grow from there. Um, but then it comes with the other side. Everyone has a good voice. Everyone can talk. Everyone can do it. And so the pool has become so much greater. Um, and competition is tough, you know. And uh, I like to do this and talk to talent because, you know, I understand, first of all, it's a very lonely business. And that's why I love the besties. This is the greatest idea. I love it because so many people, and I was just telling Jen and all of you before that, um, so many people come to me, they're not quite ready, but they need help. They need feedback. Um, they need a community. Um, agents don't have time to to help you. I mean, you know, to a point, yes, you have to have a relationship, but you have to hit the ground running. You have to be ready. And before that, you should do everything you can to get in front of people and any kind of um, practice. And um, if you get jobs, great, and you build. And so I like to do this talk to kind of talk to those people who are trying to transition. So they know what would be expected from an agent. So you're ready. And the last thing you want to do is go to an agent and not be ready. The first impression, you know, is the last thing. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm here for, really. This is what I like to discuss um, inside. I, I could just talk about this. I can take questions. Um, well, we've got, I don't know how many for you. Oh, okay. In fact, I think we had 47 comments in our in our Facebook group. So lots of no, people have questions. Okay. But let's just jump right in with right. tell us about ASP VO Talent Agency. Like okay. it's a special voice, right? A special voice project? Special voice over. Uh, yeah, a, a special project voiceover. A special project. That's what it is. I, I threw the a voice special in there. Project. There we go. So tell us we about what lot. kind of work you do. Yeah. So we did a lot in the beginning. We really grew our town because a lot of people were in the middle, either like, you know, must join or, or going FICOR or kind of finding another avenue for non-union. So it kind of started that way. And now um, it's just grown. We done actually last year, we did more union work than non-union. So we are a little unique in the way that we're, you know, I'm, I'm in Asheville, I'm on East Coast, but we're not regional, you know, um, we are national and actually international. Um, and we have, you know, pretty solid roster. Um, and we do English and Spanish and we do kids and we have some international languages. And um, we are a boutique agency. I mean, it was me, um, pretty much. I worked with a studio out in LA for a while, Garden of Sound. And we would kind of feed, you know, use this when the studio was vital, send the people to the studio and we would work together and kind of build it. And um, so I was always kind of in the cloud, you know, I, I always had talent who were in LA or at home with ISD, ISDN studios. And now 16 years later, it's evolved into, you know, kind of a international uh, agency. Um, you know, we're small, you know, I have an agent and accounting and starting to get marketing and, uh, and that's it. And we've always been trying to be really honest with our talent as much as possible. The industry has changed so much. Everyone's got their line in the sand with rates and use and all these terminologies and stuff, but that's, that's what an agent can really help you with, um, navigating the changing world, you know, and finding, um, like a compromise now. And, you know, with the, the new technology of um, OTT, they call it, you know, over the top, which is all the connected television and the apps and the social media. I mean, this has just opened up, you know, a um, whole new, new facet, which is good news because with the AI also happening, everyone was so nervous. I mean, eventually, look, we're we're all going to be replaced. Everyone's going to be replaced. But I do feel after the first, you know, panic, there is still so much voiceover work and people yeah. still want that connection. And I think people realize like if they cut out that human aspect of it, then it's just going to go up, up the chain to them, but we'll see. But right now there's lots of voiceover work and it's just a matter of how to get it to, to navigate it. Um, yeah. If I can talk a little bit about what, um, I mean, you, you can ask more questions or, I mean, I just think it's important to understand what an agent, is, like expectations. 
I think in finding an agent, you need to know their expectations and you should know what their expectations of you are. You know, is that negotiating? Is that developing you? Is that marketing you? Um, is how much how much time do they expect from you? Are you full time? Do you have other agents? Are you going to have conflicts? Mm-hmm. These are the kind of things that I ask um, when new people come in, especially now. And again, the, the world has changed. So back in the day, you might have an agent, a manager, and the manager is out sending your name out, talking you up, but everything goes through the agent. Right. And then, then it started to be okay to have like two agents, like different coasts or something. And then it was okay to have a regional. And now everywhere, everyone is everywhere, but you don't, you want the right representation and not the big agencies aren't always the best representation for you. Right. You know, you, you know, so what, sometimes we ask, you know, submit 20, submit 10, submit three we've had. So where are you in that agency's list? Is that like a huge famous agency? They have hundred people, you in the top or you in the lower. So what I was just suggest is try to find a smaller agency, you know, that uh, you can be in the mix and start getting um, uh, um, experience and, um, and booking, you know? Yeah. Well, I want to, get a big question out of the way that I think is on everybody's okay. minds these days. And it's, there's so many people in the voiceover community who are talented. They have worked hard. They put in the dues. They, they're booking jobs on their own, but it is nearly impossible for someone who perhaps looks a bit more like everyone else, maybe middle-class white female. We'll use me as an example. I have representation, but it's not, it was, it is not easy to get, is what I'm saying. Is it, not easy to get. is it in, where are my words, guys? Uh, in your opinion, is it realistic these days for new talent to expect to get signed if they do not fit in a specific niche or know someone? Because it just seems like when we're, we're talking to people consistently who are saying, I'm sending email after email after email, I'm booking on my own all the time, but I cannot even get a response from an agency. Perfect question. This is exactly what I like to talk about because it's, it is huge. And I know there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of good talent out there. Um, And, you know, we just get inundated. We get inundated, you know, and all the time. So this is exactly what I like to tell people that catches my eye. Okay. Every agent is different. This industry, like every job is different. They might have you know, different rates, different use. They might have a different way to record. They might have a different way to pay. They might, you know, on and on and on. Every job almost is unique. And that's what makes it so so crazy, but then so exciting too. Um, so every agent is going to be different. And what I think at the end of the day, it's it's your relationship. I could have a talent who is maybe uh, on their way up. They haven't booked, but I like them, you know? I like them. I can have a talent who I think is good and they don't book, but like, I'm not going to get rid of them because I like them. I have a relationship with them, you know? And so, you, you know, it's, it's you, you don't, you, you don't want to be friends with your agent or, you know what I mean? Like, that's not your angle. Your angle is to be professional. You're, I think what catches people's eye is, I know it's, it's hard to put it all into like one question, but at the end of the day, it's your connection. So let's talk about how do you get a connection to an agent? So you, you go to, you know, a conference or something. First thing you walk, don't walk up and say, do you need talent? It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I give you, you my know, business hey, card? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think the first step is just to make that connection. And you know, I want be sincere, be sincere. No one likes phony people and it comes out at the end. And if you just playing the game, you know, first of all, I suggest to the agents that you want to apply to look at their website, look at their feel, try to get a feel for them, stock them on social media, which I hardly have any, but I don't know, you know, I mean, get, get a feel. And then if you know someone who's in that agency, 
That is the best. Talk to them about them, how many jobs they get. I mean, they might be your competition. They may not want you to be there, but you know, you guys have a good community and I think you could, um, you know, get referrals or just get insight on them or, or, you know, what they do. And that like, for me, that's a really good way. Hey, um, so-and-so referred you, you know, or I've seen your website and I feel like I connect. And you just, just trying to connect on a human level. Cause you know, if you just say, Hey, are you accepting applications? It's like, no, not really. You know, um, uh, there's so many good, the good examples are like, hello, uh, you know, this is my name and this is where I'm located. Um, oh, and also I have Source Connect. You you have to have Source Connect now. You you have to. And we can talk about that too. I don't know what level people are at, but like, you just have to have it. You don't, at least be very familiar and be ready, you know, like next day ready, you know, so you do a yeah. trial, figure it out. And then, but anyway, Source Connect, um, you know, you, uh, I like to know where people are from and what kind of availability. Then the next question I'm going to ask is how many agents do you have? Oh, I don't have any agents. Okay. That's good. That's a plus. You have to remember. I think ideally three agents, good, you know, and maybe one peripheral is, is more than enough. And if you have more than that and you're not booking, you need to find a new agent. You need to find a new agent or you need to practice more or take more lessons and, or do something, stir it up. But like I said, you find the agent that's going to help you. Find the agent that, you know, has your back. I mean, this is all about relationship. And both of you, you you have to have your back. And the more the agent feels like you're putting them up front, maybe you have a job. I mean, the best way is you approach, you kind of get to know, you know, you you you're on their radar or something. Then you say, Hey, I have a job. I need someone to negotiate it for you. Can you do it? And I love doing that. And I do it all the time. And I'm, I'm excited, you know, and I usually do, you know, if I could get the plus 20, I'll take that or I'll take 10, which is like half, you know, for non-union is half and I'll negotiate. And I probably will guarantee I will get you more money. And that's really good way to get your foot in. I mean, you know, I mean, to be honest, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. I don't know if it's, if it sounds. So in a nutshell, I'll just sum it up a little bit. You shouldn't probably be approaching representation unless you have a demo, have booked some work and have Source Connect and a set up home studio that's ready to go. And then you're establishing relationships, trying to get to know agents first, and then you're reaching out or you're looking for people within their organization who have already have that representation to try to get them to connect you. Right? Yeah, that's that's a really good start. So let's say that someone has done all those things and they are now a you you are soliciting uh rep- uh talent for your agency you specifically and what is your process when you receive an email or a I think you have a submission form on your website right so what what process do you go through to decide okay again I'm a little unique and we're a little boutique and so we kind of do what we can do and like end of year I've been going through you know, all these submissions, because, you know, sometimes we just can't get to them. Sometimes we're not sure. Some, even, even with referrals. I mean, we just, sometimes we don't always have time or we don't have, we have space. Um, but the, you know, there will come a moment and again, it just has to, it just kind of has to catch your eye. You know, something has to happen. I mean, sometimes, and I'd say this lightly, sometimes, it, you know, you follow up and maybe a phone call, but again, it's like, if you catch me at the right moment, you know, if I don't answer the phone, I may not call back. It's just, it's so, it's so timing. And so, but I think what goes a long way too, is like the interest in that particular agency. If I get an email and CC'd, like, don't ever CC on anything. Don't ever CC on anything. BCC. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. On emails. Like, you know, you, you have a, let's say you have five agents, let's say, and you're booking out. Don't CC all your agents, BCC your agents. Anyway, that's another conversation. But um, if I get an email and it's either to whom it may concern, dear madam, um, very impersonal, like doesn't say anything connecting and, or 
it's CC'd all the agents, the list from wherever you get the list, you know, VO resource. And they're all there. And that's like, oh, great, delete, like right away. Don't even look because they don't know me. Why do they want to be with me? You know, I want people who want to be with me. Again, every agency is going to be a little different, but I, I could see like, you know, now they, they want something from you. I mean, some of the agents are going to want you to produce money. Some right. agents are going to want you to bring money. There's some agencies that want percentage of what you make on your own too. I mean, and this is really important. The expectation point is that you need to understand what they, what they're going to take what they, what they expect of you. And then you're going, you're, you're going into, you know, a contract. Some have contracts, some don't, some say it out. Some might say, I'm your exclusive agent. You might like, no, I don't want that. Um, Some say, um, you know, you have to pay a certain percent. I don't know, whatever, whatever their terms are, you have to say that. Um, uh, Also uh, commission can be different. You know, sometimes it's, it's like non-union typical is 20%, right? So mostly I get the plus 20, right? Like added on pretty much all the jobs. If it's not there, we ask, we push for it. But sometimes they're doing plus 10, sometimes they do plus 15. And sometimes they do, it's included. Like we're right. including everything, you know? And so we take, we make it 20 and that's it, you know? And some agencies put in the agency and then take 20, some take 20 and 20, some, but that's what, so you have to understand that, that you have to expect that, right. That's right. And you can agree or not, you know, and then you have to say, um, you know, find out how many auditions am I going to get? You know, if I'm in your roster, like I I find it amazing when I talk to people and they have five, six, seven agents. And then they say, well, that guy only sends me an audition every three months. I'm like, that, that doesn't sound like a good fit to me, you know? So find the ones that, that, you know, you're going to meet expectations. Maybe you're a part-time person. See, that's another thing. Like I want people who, you know, this is it. I mean, of course, everyone has their side or whatever you want to call it. You work in, but you have to be available. First of all, we turn auditions over in one day or less. Like we're just moving them through. Even if we have more time, we're in and out because we got another one coming. So you, you, you got to do a one day turnaround auditions. And then, you know, availability. I mean, you, you know, if you can't do noon, I hope you can do one or something, but if it's a session, it's understandable. If it's, you know, certain things, again, it's the relationship. So if I understand someone's circumstance, then I can work around it. If they're not telling me everything, or if they're like trying to make it work, but not being forthright, but they really have, they really work a 40 hour job. Like, like it makes, you know, it's, it's a, it makes us both look bad and I can't help him because I don't understand. So we with my child, like, I want to know what's going on. And then, you know, we can work with it, but more and more and more, we need people, you know, who, you know, are doing this really, again, that top tier of talent, you know, professional have a home studio are available all the time. They're hustling, they're doing it. Um, Also, they do things like, you know, if, and this happens a lot more than I would like, but sometimes, you know, we do a job and then the client reaches out to the talent now that everyone's at home, they have access to everything, you know, um, before, you know, they go to a studio, they might not have all their personal information, but, you know, now they do. But uh, so, you know, the talent saying, hey, you know, forwarding this email I got, and then, you know, we're back into it. All that stuff comes, makes people move up to the top of the tier, you know? Right. So it's, it's trusting. And then, I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, there's just funny, funny things. And, and I go more into this and I'm, going to be in Atlanta. And, you know, I'm talking more and more about things that are going on and, and, uh, you know, funny stories and, you know, and, and things that people do that we can't believe, and maybe they wouldn't even realize it. And we, we try to be frank and, you know, I'm pretty honest and I try to give, you know, and have maybe called hard conversations, you know, to be honest with people. Um, this, this is what I, I was doing this all day yesterday is talking to people who haven't really booked for a while and like, let's talk about it. Like, are we a good fit or what's going on in your world? Like maybe you need to be in the besties. Maybe, you know, you need to coach, maybe you need to, I mean, you got to hustle this business, you know, in so many ways. And, and, um, so yeah, I mean, is that, uh, That's I think I made, yeah, the points of like, just, You're answering all sorts of questions in that. It's great. Okay, good. Right. Well, we um, 
I think that it what we're getting here is it's so important to establish a relationship with your agent to know before you even sign with an agent whether they're you feel like they're going to be a good fit for you. I know with my agency, I mm-hmm. I wasn't booking for a little while, and so I sent them an email and I was like, hey, you know, is there something that you think I could do to improve? And they were like, mm-hmm. no, you're being shortlisted all the time. I didn't know that. Until I reached out and asked, I didn't know they were even submitting me, right? And so for them to come back and be like, you're you're doing well, you're being shortlisted, don't don't do anything, stop coaching. She literally said, stop coaching, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. And I, that was what I needed to hear in that moment. And um, I think you just have to have that kind of a relationship. That's important. We're going to do just a quick little commercial here for Studio Breaks okay. because they oh, are nice. our sponsor. Okay. And oh, I'll tell you guys, I don't know, I don't know how it hit you in Asheville, but we had this huge, crazy storm roll through this week. Okay. Massive storm. I'm standing outside my studio. I actually took a video because it was so crazy. My trees are whipping around. It was so loud outside. Rain just pouring down. I stepped into the ground and like sunk three feet. No, I'm just kidding. But three inches into the mud, like it was bad outside. I walked in and I was able to do a session with a major company through my agency uh in that storm because of my studio bricks and i would not have been able to do that with the way that the noise was if i if i didn't have this space so we i love studio bricks i feel like it's been a really great investment for my business um we actually have a giveaway right now part of our giveaway is a i think it's a five hundred dollar coupon or three four hundred four hundred dollar coupon towards a studio bricks booth which they rarely give discounts so if you're not on that uh registration for that giveaway and you've been thinking about a studio bricks go get on it and i will i'm going to turn the time over to jt she's got some questions for you and we'll move on thank you i'm actually going to kind of shift a little bit since we're in a new year and the trends are changing all the time we want to know what you're seeing for 2024 are we shifting a little more away from the I mean, the the well, three of us all fit into the, um, well, me more yeah. than the other two. The middle-aged white woman sound is a little less popular these days. Are we swinging back? Where are we going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, really good question and really honest question. You know, it's hard. Everyone tiptoes around it. But obviously, every you know, we they wanted to expand and diversity and, you know, it, great and just mixing it up and everything. But I do feel like it's leveling out a little bit now, you know, um, that's it. There's, it's just, it kind of went from that to that. And now I think it is. And, and sometimes they do one version and they do another version. So that's interesting. Like we're on a campaign that has two different, um, markets. I'll put it that way, you know? And yeah, I mean, I do. I know. I know it's tough. That 30 to 45 group, 30 years to 45 is is tough. I mean, I have to, you know, that's that's our most impacted, you know, and that's probably if someone does apply, like that's that's really hard, you know. Um, I mean, not saying that you have to be that age or you can't age up or age down, you know, but it has to sound authentic and I don't yeah I don't know what to say but it's it's a very competitive group I mean for sure yeah. but I think there's more opportunities yes I mean the word for next year is political right Ooh, the good the bad and the ugly but that's you know so then they're gonna want everybody and that's a different kind of session too like as a talent if you say I do political you can't you know you can pick a party but you can't pick a script or, you know, you just have to read what they put in front of you. And so, you know, you have to decide, like, are you going to do this or not? Plus, it's a very fast turnaround. So you have to be that kind of talent that's, you know, pretty much available, you know, like within the hour or something or, you know, maybe half a day. But, you know, they they have an ad and then they then the 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 opponent wants to get back at them and then they want to get back at them and then they're just kind of flying at each other or whatever and they change and then they go away. I mean, they're really, they're, they're fast and furious, you know, but yeah. um, anyway, just thought that, you know, mention that for this year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another thing that we hear from, from both sides, because uh, we've interviewed quite a few coaches and have them in the group and commenting on things 
in your opinion, how important are the specs? Are you a stick to it or a toss it out the window? Yeah, such a good question. Again, the nature of the beast is every job is different. So now every casting person is different. Every producer is different. Every creative is different. And some creatives are, you know, let's just say, you know, young, new, fresh. So they're in their 30s and they say 50s and they're thinking 70s. Right. You know, or they, you know, like, you know, that's old, you know. And so (laughs) I think at the end of the day, and, and this is a good point, too, like when I listen to auditions, and what what we generally do is it's clean audio and it's believable. Okay. So if someone's outside the spec, but it's a believable read, you know, we, we might submit them. And I think for a talent, you shouldn't go so far off the, the cliff, like something, you know, I'm trying to think of an, I don't, something that's just way out of your wheelhouse. It doesn't sound believable. Right. So don't submit that. But I think if you can give a good believable read, yeah, why not? Because who's to say what 35 sounds like? Who's to say what, you know, this or that, you know, regional accents. And now this, of course, and to your point from before is um, ethnically, you know, people could sound different. They could sound in a different, and now it's getting a little, you know, it's getting a little gray or really not, or do you know what I mean? Like, so but it's kind of, it's, it's touchy, but so again, you just have to go with either what's said, like, even they're saying they want authentic British, you know what I mean? Like we have talent who can do an amazing British accent that aren't, you know, native and uh, you know, so they just want to cast a native person, you know? So again, like, you know, Indian, like that kind of accent too, unless it's like charactery. Right. Does that help? Yeah, absolutely. Aspects. Yeah. So that kind of leads me into my next question. Give us your top three tips for, um, for the voice actor walking into the booth. Walking into the booth. Mm -hmm. Well, confidence. (laughs) You mean like for a session or for an audition or. Um, If they're going in to record an audition, like what are the top three things that you want to hear in that audition that they're sending you? Okay. Well, I want to hear clean audio, you know, Um, you know, pretty pretty clean. And I think people need to reach out through this group or through others to engineers and say, how does that sound? You know, um, and any tips on that? And just, you know, get that all dialed in, you know, don't just record in your bathroom on your iPhone. I mean, obviously, I'd hope anyone here is like way past that, you know, because I can't, I do think too, you can start with, you know, lower end mic, you don't need a 5000 Neumann to start off, you know, you need to upgrade. But especially for auditions. And now saying with an agency, you really have to be booth ready. You want to get a mic that is good enough for broadcast quality, you know, road and this and that. Again, some something that would be good to get with an engineer or a specialist or someone do a session. There's all yeah. sorts of resources for that, and, you know, and, and get ready for that. So to your to the the answer is uh, the first is that the quality is good, right? And then the audition, follow the directions. Oh my God, follow the directions, follow the directions. Again, every job different. Slate, don't slate, slate on the end, slate on the top, label. If we ask you to label a certain way, there's a reason. We were asked to probably label that or it works with our system or there's things like we're gonna upload to a client system and if it's not underscored, it won't, it won't upload. So now- we have to label. So when we're going through and maybe we have to pare down and we have to change someone's label or we have to tell them, no, they said two takes, not one. Or they said, we, you missed a word, which we will do. And that's okay. That's part of our job. Like we go through the auditions and if, if there's something you missed, we're going to come back to you. But if we have to come back to you every time, every time, every time, every time, or, um, uh, yeah, that's, you know, or, or it's, it's just not done rightly, or we have to relabel, you know, again, that's, that puts you kind of down on the priority list just at some point there's a, you know, we, we fix a lot. We're here to help you. But so that would be number two, number three, I mean, good solid read that's believable. And, you know, and who, you know, who's to say that's subjective, right. But to our ears, 
it's competitive, right? So I think that's a word I've been using a lot. Like when people come in and they have a demo and their demo could be very good because, you know, demos get produced and they can be very good. We're not taking anyone off their demo. We're going to hear auditions. Demo is first step. Okay, then auditions. If we don't hear that believable read that we heard on your demos, yeah, no. And, you know, it's the competitiveness. Like, I try not to have 100 talents submit for something I'm going to submit 20 on. I try to keep it a lot closer because there's some people, you know, who are not going to submit. They're not available. Maybe they have a conflict. Maybe it's not right for them. Maybe who knows, you know, no, it's okay. Who knows? They're not going to submit. So, you know, we get, we try to submit everyone who, who is clean audio and and all those things, try to get everyone in. But sometimes, you know, people are, they're just not, you know, they don't sound top 20, you know? So, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. That's okay. But after a while, then they're going to have to work on it. And if they're never being submitted, never, that's when we have a talk, you know, maybe you need to get some more training or maybe, you know, find another agency that is not, is not as competitive, you know, and it's just an honest conversation, you know? And that goes back to what you were saying earlier about having that relationship with your agent. You know, the people on your roster who are going to best fit those specs or give you the best read to be able to submit them for the job. So it's not, it's not going to be a cattle call. They're not sending it out. You're not sending it out to a hundred people on your roster where some of those bigger agencies, you know, are just going to, okay, you check off all these boxes. Here you go. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, there's, you know, there's some talent go, God, I get, I get things for, you know, an 18 year old boy or something like way off. I mean, sometimes, you know, we will include someone in the specs because they're kind of on the edge of it. Like, you know, 30 to 45, even though they're younger or they're older, we might, or whatever, you know, and they can decide, or we'll give them something like, okay, if it's not for you, you can just delete because it's a, a kind of an accident or, you know, something that's a little odd, or maybe it's singing and we don't know. And, you know, so, so stuff like that. But yeah, if you're, if you're in an agency and they're just sending you a million things that have nothing to do with you, then, you know, they might not know really who you are. And so that's, right. you know, um, I love knowing like talent are like, Ooh, I really want to do this, or I want to do narration, or I really want to do animation, or I really want to do, you know, and they're like specialized and they like, I want to know that, you know, you speak Swedish. I want to know that, um, yeah, you can sing or that you do play to play for baseball, you know, all these little things that if someone comes along and says, Hey, do you have someone who does this, you know, then I can put you forward. So I want to, you know, again, the re- it's the relationship. That's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. And I think it's a great idea to check in once in a while, you know, um, I can tell you, I don't know, three things, uh, that we don't like, if you want to hear that, yeah, like absolutely. you ask me what you want to hear, you want to hear what we not want to hear. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, tread lightly. No, I mean, I, I, I love my talent. I, I, you know, uh, we tried, you know, we try to have, have people that yeah, we like and we respect and, and whatever, but, um, one thing we don't like is when, you know, like, it's like, almost like they don't trust us. Like, um, we say, okay, are you available? Uh, you know, the, the Wednesday at 2 PM, two to 5 PM. Like, yes, I'm okay. We're like, okay, hold, we'll let you know. And then, then they write back like, okay, holding, but can we book or, um, let me know if you, you know, hear anything. And it's like, it's, a, or, you know, that's fine. Okay. And then, um, like in, in two hours, they say, well, have you heard anything or in the next day? And we, we said like, we'll get back to you. Like, we got your back. Like we got you. We're not going to not tell you information that you need to know. You know, sometimes like, you know, the rates, like, we're not sure, like we have a booking and we're like, okay, they're sorting it out. They don't know, you know, they're, they're scrambling writing copy. They don't know exactly the breakdown, but we kind of have, you know, we had an idea with the, the audition, like, you know, the rates and what the scope was, but maybe things are changing and, and, you know, if talent, like keep asking, keep at, like, we're like, we, 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 we got you. Like, we're going to take care of this for you. So it's amount of like over asking to where it just sounds like, like you think, I don't, I don't know how to put it. Like we're not doing the job or we're holding back information from you. Mm-hmm. Like we're on your side. Like we, we, you know, um, call us, another we'll call you. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, we're, we're in pretty good, we're, you know, we, we don't, we don't drop things. Like we're in pretty good communication, you know, um, or 
Okay, another thing is not paying attention. So we have an audition. And so we're saying everything that we know. We're saying everything we know that you need to know. I mean, believe me, we're giving you all the information we can. And then, um, you know, we'll say we're working on rates. And then someone, you know, replies, say, well, what are the rates? Like we're working on like, you know, or or, you know, not paying attention also to the the um, the auditions, like not not reading it over. And I know sometimes they're very wordy. Um, and I caught myself, to, I did this too. And, and I just, I did, I got a casting, um, sent me, a, sent me a casting and it was like a really weird, like a long, um, like a long session, like eight hours. And, you know, we don't do eight hours. And so I wrote back and said, Oh, I don't know about that session. Do you, you know, really? And then the next email up, it says, you know, like uh update to the hours. And then I said, Oh my God, he answered that question. So, you know, pay attention. And, and sometimes we miss something on an audition, but then we, we resend it out and then, yeah, people ask and ask and ask. And, and so it's just like paying attention to the details, you know? Um, uh, and, and we're working for me. We want you to make the most money. I mean, you make the most money. We make the most money. I mean, it's not like we're holding back or trying to, you know, like hold back on a thing. And, and I mean, we, in non-union, a lot of it's negotiable and we kind of know like what the going rate is. Like we don't want to lose a job, you know? And, and that's again, a whole nother conversation too. And as a talent, sometimes like you have to, like when we put the, the, the audition out, we've already reviewed, we've looked at it. We've deemed this like, okay, this is worth it. We, we pass on stuff that's too crazy, ask for too much, too low of a pay. Uh, it's clear they don't know really what they're doing. Like they're, you know, we, we try not to, we go back, we ask questions before we send it out. That's, you know, another thing. We try to get clarification if they don't have the agency. Like we do all this work before you even see it. So it's like, trust us that, you know, that that we got your back and then review everything and then submit how we how it's asked, you know, even it's asked different from the one you just got an hour. Ago. Yep. Because we have a different person. Um, so those kind of things. Payments are tough, like especially with non-union, like, you know, we're we're in charge of payments. And believe me, I have a whole machine going on behind the scenes because every job pays differently, every job, you know, and, you know, they have different times and terms and like, we want to get paid right away, but you know, we're net 30. We're like, we're happy with 30 days. And, you know, some of them go longer and longer and longer. And I can tell you some horror stories. We don't give up on it, but you know, every job is different. So like, also know, like you can ask a question like, Hey, where's that payment? But not, you know, not like this is ridiculous. I've been waiting. It's like, yeah, we're with you. And we have 57 emails that we've been going back and forth. And I try to let the talent know too, like, Hey, we're working on it. Cause of course, like, you know, but, um, I, I have people who get, you know, in, in the past who've got very upset and it's like, like, do you, do you think I'm holding it back from you? Like, do you think, you know, and, uh, it's just amazing. So again, that relationship, that trust, you know, um, knowing the expectation, am I going to get paid in 30 days? Some agencies will pay the, the, the talent. I'm not sure if that's true anymore, but you know, they'll just pay out like every 30 days or something. I mean, we can't do that. Like we pay when we're paid right away, you know, and we have a whole system and we have a try and we have a whole thing. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. Like, we, you know, we, we have our way to do it. So, um, things don't get like, like through the cracks. Cause you know, that's another thing, like as, as a, as a talent, you have to keep track of your stuff. And obviously if you work on your own and you're negotiating the jobs, but you got to find out like, how are they going to pay you? And when are they going to pay you, you know, and, and all that stuff and have agreements and understand the expectations. So I can handle an agency that, that pays in a hundred days. We don't like it. Sometimes PSAs pay, but we know they're going to pay. So we tell the talent, look, it's going to pay in like a hundred days, but you know, it's but you're going to get paid. But you're going to yeah. get paid. And we, you know, we guarantee it. I mean, 16 years, maybe two that never paid. And they were like some individual person who, you know, was just doing a weird project. Not, not a big corporation. Oh, I go after payments too. Like I won't, I won't let it sit. I have my little, little trick. So anyway, I guess some annoyances would be like, 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 you know, email is very interesting too. And I'm sure you guys know this because this is just part of life, but sometimes things are said in ways and we're like, you know, like, 
is he upset? Is it like, are they coming after us? You know what I mean? Like, and maybe to the person, they're just asking a question, but it comes off very aggressive. And that's just something that comes up with talent. Sometimes it's like, well, do they not know that we're here, um, you know, negotiating that, or did they not read that? We just said like, Hey, we're working on this or did, you know, so, you know, sometimes a phone call is good. I, I think if there's like, if there's weirdness, between an agent or, or something like you can able, able to pick up the phone, but I would encourage you more to write emails and have a communication like softly, you know, like, you know, does that, I mean, I think that might be just the world we're in now, but those are some of the things that come up and we're just like, what, you know, why are they, they, I don't know, talking, you know, like, why is it coming across like this? It's hard. Um, to and again, if we, <laughs> yeah. Treat others. But the emails way weird, right? I mean, um, yeah. I want to turn it over to NJ because I know she's got a couple questions too. Hey, Suzanne. You are so full of information and, and so generous with what you're sharing because that's one oh, of the things you. that we're missing is a lot of times we just get these very high level explanations. And although I understand, you know, you are speaking for you, I still think it's applicable. And I'm sure there's many other agencies that share very similar uh, kind of process and vision that you do. So again, we really appreciate you. Um, So when, when folks are reaching out, I mean, I assume email's the best. I mean, are you, are you picking up the phone, you know, talking to everybody that calls you? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, again, it's kind of a timing thing, you know, Okay. once in a while, if I pick up the phone and, you know, someone approaches me in the right way, um, you know, I'll talk to him. And I, I, I started doing this kind of thing, like getting, you know, teaching or doing workshops because I'd get so many calls and they're like, Hey, I'm a boy. I, you know, someone said I have a good voice yeah. or, yeah. you know, you know, I, I, I do little things or I want to do it. How do I do it? How do I do it? And, and I kind of finally like narrowed it down to like five minutes of this and that. And then I kind of point them in different directions and I'm like, you can follow up with an email. And then, you know, I'm trying to figure out a good balance of like, how can I be an agent and how can I be an educator as well without crossing? So anyway, um, but I do get calls like that. And then, you know, if they're good, you know, I'll just have them send it in and it's just, again, it's just a matter of timing or yeah. connection or, or, or anything. So you could call and they could be very cold or you could call and just say the right thing. And I, it's so subjective. So I would say the first thing though is good is, is to email, try yeah. to come in with a referral and also very important connect with that agency. Like, Hey, I looked at your roster and I, I, you know, wow, you, you know, you have great talent. One thing, try not to say, <laughs> This is like, oh, I think I, I'm different or like I'm better than your, you know, or I'm, you know, I, that happened. I'm like, okay, bring it. And, you know, probably (laughs) those are bold, bold words, bold words, bold, bold fighting words, you know, and tell me about when people do get into, you know, they email you, you know, they send you a demo or maybe samples. Do you care? Are you doing, are you having talent do cold reads no matter what? Are you listening to their demos? Are you good with samples? Do you care about who produced the demo? Well, yeah, no, I don't um, necessarily know who produced the demo, but if it's a good demo, but I'm absolutely going to have to hear good reads. Now, if someone comes into me and says, okay, I'm with, you know, this, like, I'm on this voice. I have this experience. Like they're good. Like maybe they're with a couple of the top agencies and they're working, but they're looking for a little extra angle then, you know, and I, I vet them and I'm like, Oh, I know who that is, you know, maybe like right away before I would always, you know, vet to a certain point and then we'd get them on auditions, listen to the auditions, see what they're doing. Um, And now I'm even taking it a step back where I'm having them read something first because yeah. then that's really going to, you know, I'm not, because uh, also it was just a way for me to bring people in. And then, and then if they didn't shine out or stand out, like I would forget about them. And then again, that communication, like I want, I want to be clear with someone like, you know, Hey, you're, you're at this place. And, um, you know, I don't have to say no, right. No, but maybe no right now. And, you know, work on this and that, whatever, or we don't have room for you. A lot of times I'll say, Oh, we have too many in your specs. And that's probably true, but probably you're not, again, like, 
you know, as competitive. I mean, that's right. the best way to put it, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, and they I already think have- that I think you are really hitting on something that collectively as an industry we're saying, but I don't know that everyone's necessarily listening and nor do they have to. Everyone can have a dream and, and shoot for the stars, but this industry is competitive. I mean, there is a reason there's, you know, a pool here and then there's a pool or pool here, do another word. And I think that reality is something you are saying. And I, sometimes it just connects in a different way with people, but, but when you even sign on to a, a casting site, or like you said, even if, you know, you get on your roster and you've been in the business a few years, great. And you think you're great, but you're, you may be competing alongside decades long actors and, that's just a reality, that competitiveness, you having to show up with the good demo, with the ability to act, with the ability to improv, with the ability to storytell. I mean, these are not just off the cuff things you do and become successful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, some people do get a little luckier than ever, but I mean, you, you got, but think about it like any of the arts is like that. I mean, yes, professional tennis like one percent are ma- they're making the real money right but like i forgot what it is five percent make a living i mean they have to hustle I so i mean actors what i mean on camera at least voiceover it takes a lot of the on camera you know plus you don't have to work eight ten hours i always know when um we get producers who do on camera stuff because they're like yeah yeah the session's eight hours i'm like okay you mean an hour <laughs> yeah yeah not it you mean an hour um, right and then you know <laughs> half so, an hour pad of- you know one of the things that's important to me and that is social media i am curious from an agent's perspective um yeah. does that does that play a role at all for you well, when you're like mm, should i sign them no it's so hard now because do you have a professional social do you have right. your personality social i feel like you really need to like that's what i i'm you know i'm a little resistant i'm a little old school i kind of like it kind of and then it's like a lot of work and it's a lot of like it's not so much b2b so you know i yeah. i can reach out for to do stuff like this is cool but then do you want to see like my, you know, birthday party for my kid? Like, you know, so I think it's good to have a professional Instagram and, and maybe show some personality, but not show, you know, anything. I mean, it's obvious you're not posting, you know, crazy things. And also right now, I mean, it's sensitive. It's sensitive. You know, do you, do you want people to know your politics? Do you want people to know where you live? I don't know. You know, so I almost feel like, and you know more than I do. I know you're like more, but I feel like if I'm looking at someone, something, okay, like we looked at someone the other day, because um, I do look at people's websites and I like to see that. And I like to see them really clean and, and I like to see who they list, you know, on like as a representation or not, or where are they going to list me? That's also moving you up on the list right now with me. You know, if you start booking, we have a good relationship where you're putting us on the website. Okay. But, uh, you know, I just want to kind of get that feel and everyone has personality and everyone has family and everyone has a story. Right. So like, Jen, I love all your social media. Like you, you, I can tell you're out there, you're working hard. You, you have a passion and you have a life, you know, you've got your personality, you got your, you seem like a good person. That's good. That's a good example. You know, um, the, the other day we looked at someone and it, you know, it was a guy and it was like, he had a shirt off, you know, we're like, eh, I'm, you know, really? Like, is this, is this, what? he wasn't at the beach, you know, it was like, <laughs> you know, it was like, it was like, like, you know, I, I like, I don't know. I don't need to judge you, but, and then, I mean, let's just face it. If, you know, politics, religion, worldly issues, blah, 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 stuff. I don't want to go to. Yeah. If it's on your site, especially if like, if I, like you're doing political stuff. Like I think they're the ones, Oh, I have a great example. So I have a talent. I really like her and everything. And um, I've, I've had her for years and I mean, you know, she's had her moments and not and whatever and everything, but her Instagram, she's like hoochie mama. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she's got all these, you know, like hang it, you know, and I'll, 
I'm just like, well, so she's, and she does a lot of political ads. And I'm just like, you know what? Like if it was, or she does PSAs and stuff. And that's what I think you need to be mindful. So maybe you have your hoochie mama under hoochie mama, one, two, three, four, (laughs) and you have your professional, like, you know, look at the beautiful sunset today. And you make a really great point. You know, we've been, I've heard the word relationship about a thousand times in this hour. And I think that is actually something really great to kind of put, you know, the gold star on is that not only is it a relationship this way, but you're right. When I go on social media, if people affiliate me with ASP VO agency, and you're right, and I'm being what might be perceived as inappropriate, that's a ref- that could be a reflection of you know there's a connection there you know judgment yeah yeah oh yeah Use and, a filter yeah yeah absolutely and you got to keep it cool you know I mean you know that's another thing is like if someone's giving us a hard time and these are these are true stories there's been people who yeah. are just like complaining calling like like kind of divaing you know and like and then I'm thinking oh my god what if he's like that in the booth. That uh, cannot only lose that job, but this huge relationship. I mean, yeah. that job is probably not the only job that I'm working with that agency. You know, that's that's what my relationship is, is with that agency. That's that expectation. We know how they work. We know how they run. We know how they pay. You know, we know how to give them auditions, how they like it, how it's labeled, blah, 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 blah. We do all that because that's what they expect from us. And if, if a, a talent goes in there and is like, a, you know has issues or, and we hear about it. Let me tell you, we usually don't hear if it's good, but boy, we hear if it's bad or I don't know if it's happened to me, if they've disappeared, but yeah, I mean, sometimes something, you know, you don't come back and, you know, you don't know exactly. And, you know, you follow up, but I mean, for the most part, you want to keep that communication open to where is there a problem? Cause we've had had problems, but they come to us and say, Hey, look, we had this problem. And I'm like, wow. And then, I smooth it over, you know, or, you know, I I make it clear that that is not acceptable to us. It doesn't happen often, but that's the relationship that I have forgivable. And that's a good word too. And I'll I'll just take a minute because we have talent that are for lack of better word, forgivable. Like they're not, they're not submitting for a long time because I know what's going on. They have a thing there. There's something else going on. They've been a talent with me for five years. They book, book, book. They're great. They never come, you know, and then there's talent who like, again, always have an issue, always have a problem. And so, you know, if something happens bad, like that, it's just like the nail, you know, to where if another talent has a problem, they're forgivable. We're going to fix it. We're going to help them. We're going to, you know, again, I mean, I only try to have good talent that I have good communication with, but that's great. You know, So we will, we're coming to the top of the hour. So will we see you at Atlanta? which I already know the answer. What are you, what are you speaking on? Do you have an excess? Like tell us all the things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm doing a panel on, um, you know, um, on something on, on agent working with (laughs) agents. I don't know. Um, And then I'm doing like a quick breakout, like a 45 minute. So I encourage you, please come to that. I think that's open to everyone. And then I have um, a a class, a workshop that's you pay for it. But I don't know if I can, if it's cool, if you're a bestie and you sign up, I will give you a pre, a pre or a post session. And I can look at your stuff and analyze you and look, you know, I mean, if someone's ready to submit, if you're like, yep, 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 yep. Just submit to me, you know, but if you want to, if you have to level up and you want to learn how to submit to not just me, but to other agents or really, you know, start. That's what, this is what I want. That's who I well, want. So to will you be work. doing, um, will you be like provide scripts and they'll be able to do live reads and you'll give feedback? Is this real interactive? Yeah, yeah I, I like to do that. And actually, I mean, I, I, I like it when I send the copy before, if possible, if you sign up before, and then you do, um, you do some reads and then I'll play them because I feel too, it's so much more interest, you know, you're in your booth, you have your headset on, you have your script, you're standing up in front of a class, you know, or sitting in a, 
room with fluorescent lights and no acoustics and no headphones. Yeah. I mean, not going to get a real read. I mean, okay. Yes. You know, but I feel like it's better. Plus I think, and I could be wrong. It's a little boring to hear a group of, you know, 10, 12 people cold reading. Now it's great to hear the readings and get the feedback, but to, you know, so to your, to your answer, yes. And then another aspect I like to do that's an insider is play the winning, the, the, the book, uh, the audition, that book, that job. If I can, if it's all, you know, it's air and everything. I think that's where you learn. And again, you talk about, that's where you go, whoa, that's my competition. Like when you do realize what you're up against and what, you know, kind of what your sound is and comparing, I think that's one. And I think that is worth paying for. we're, We're always, AB and JT and I are always talking about feedback is the thing you just put it out into the void. It feels like your audition or whatever, you know, and you don't always no idea. know. Yeah. How, how did I do? Or where did I miss the mark? Or uh, go ahead, go ahead, AB. I would just add, <clears throat> it's always really helpful, Suzanne, to hear not just the audition that booked the spot, but the final spot, because so commonly the audition is so different from the final spot. And it's evidence that auditions book based on how you connect, but sometimes that's not what the final, the spot will be, you know, like all exactly the opposite of what the audition was. And it's that to me is always really fascinating. So just as a side note. Yeah, it's such a good point because it's true. So many people go, go, what? That was not even what? So when you said, how, how far do you want to, um, uh, go with the specs as long as it's a good read, because who knows that could change. Right. And the read can change and everything. So yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, so we yeah. have made it to the end. AB, you yep. want to okay. jump over? I do. I have one last question for you because I, I think this is important for you. Currently you do not want to be spammed with 200 submissions on your site, right? You're only yeah, accepting please. submissions yeah. with referrals currently, correct? Yeah. And I would say right now is not a great time, but it's something like within some time, uh, you know, get familiar, do some, do some things that I talked about. And like within a month, you email me and say, Hey, I was on VOBB on one, 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 which we all know is the magic (laughs) number. Right. Uh, and you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, you know, connect, connect with me, connect with me. Like, okay, that's, that's awesome. If you're in, um, Atlanta, come up and say, hi. Um, I, you know, you, I was there for the besties. You're awesome. You're amazing. And just changed my life. And now my whole world is rocking or whatever you want to say. Um, come to that class and, you know, the open class. And if you come to the class, then, I try to really, really push you. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm doing a lot of navigating and and connecting with people too that can do stuff like an engineer that can direct and and have that resource for people. Just gathering resources. I just think I enjoy it. You know, like teaching is a whole nother facet, and I know there's there's a lot of ways to you know make a lot of money, but like. I'm primarily an agent. And so like, I want to do this because I think it's, it's so hard to get this information and uh, I want to give people like a fighting chance out there. Awesome. Well, we sure appreciate it. We like to ask our guests three questions just for fun, non-voiceover related. So number one, what show or series are you binge watching right now? Oh God. Can I admit it? I still watch friends. Oh, (laughs) what? Can't go wrong with friends. <laughs> I don't know. It's like my little comfort place or something. Anyway, um, I love yeah. it. Let's see. All right. Anything number- else? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yep. Friends is great. <laughs> I think we can all relate to that. <laughs> um, give us your scenario for your dream vacation. Oh, God. Well, I'm a traveler. So um, uh, I, what's next on my radar is. Um, I'll just put it out there. I, I want to go to Vietnam. So awesome. that will be, yeah. So probably next, uh, next winter or something like that. So you're not yeah. just dreaming it, you are planning it. Yeah. My dream vacation is to, to bike ride. I like doing, um, 
the rails to trails. So going on a three to five day bike ride and glamping or, you know, being, being it. And that's, that's right. And that's my dream vacation. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds fabulous. All right. Last question. What is your go-to shower singing song? Oh my God. Oh, hmm. gosh, so much pressure. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Um, we mo- we won't make you sing it right now. We just want to. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of. Do you hear that? That's my ringtone. That's my go-to. We can't. I hear have it. my what phone on. You can't hear it. Oh, so fun. Oh, it's it's uh, the telephone song. You keep me hanging on. Oh, don't <laughs> sing. You keep me hanging on the telephone. So. That's I love a good it. question. I, I, yeah. Next time I sing, I'm going to note down what I sing. Probably some good old rock and roll, old school, you know. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Suzanne. JT, you want to take us out? All right. A huge thank you to everybody who joined us live today. If you're listening to our podcast, feel free to join us live on YouTube every Thursday at 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern. And meantime, please be sure to connect with each of us on LinkedIn. Join the VO Booth Besties Facebook group. And if you missed a live episode, you can catch the recording later on our website, boothbesties.com, or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts like Apple or Spotify. We're on all of them. We would love it if you would hop on any platform and please leave us a review. Those reviews help us reach other voice actors who are looking for great BO content. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Join us next week when we have Chipper Watcott talking about tackling entrepreneurship as a creative using a complete project management system. Thank you all for being here and have a great rest of your day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of VO Booth Besties. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Well, pretty much anywhere they're playing podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook so we can keep the conversation going. VO Booth Besties. Yeah, it's a thing. thing.